Welcome to our tarot journey. Remember, tarot readings are not absolute truths, but reflections. As a tarot reader, I offer guidance without influencing your free will. Your decisions and actions post-reading are your own responsibility. Let's explore with respect and insight. Welcome to another episode of Contempo Tarot, the podcast where we not only explore the mystical world of tarot, but also embrace our path and ourselves. I'm your host, Ryan, and today is an exciting journey into the depths of four cards from my deluxe tarot deck. It's worth noting that the method I've chosen involves shuffling and randomly drawing cards from the deck. This approach to me feels like the most authentic and intuitive way to connect with the wisdom each card holds. Today's episode is all about immersing ourselves in the intricate details and profound meanings behind these cards. We'll be dissecting the imagery, decoding the symbolism, and delving into what research has to say about tarot and these specific cards. Whether you're a tarot enthusiast looking to deepen your knowledge or someone contemplating their first deck purchase, this episode is tailor-made for you. I'm thrilled to have you with me today. Whether you're a seasoned listener or just tuning in for the first time, I can feel the energy and passion building, and I'm grateful for your presence. Before we dive into today's exploration, a quick heads up about the future of Contempo Tarot. Get ready for a variety of themes in upcoming episodes, including collective readings, individual readings, oracle insights, deck reviews, tea leaf readings, and of course, more in-depth card analysis. Speaking of which, today's topic is on in-depth card analysis. So, find yourself a cozy spot, Grab a hot beverage if that's your vibe, and let's embark on this fascinating journey together. The reference guide for today's deep dive is a monumental book titled The Tarot, a timeless treasure dating back to 1896. Authored with a foreword by Juliette Sharman Burke, who collaborated on the widely acclaimed Sharman Caselli deck, a deck with clear imagery and it's actually perfect for beginners. Fun fact, this was actually my first deck, and I got it at the iconic retailer Indigo. Big shout out to all the Canadians who know the magic of that retailer. First, we're turning our attention to a card that shrouds itself in mystery. The Moon, the 18th trump card or major arcana card. Loosely based on the excerpts from the magical ritual of the Sanctum Regnum, translated from the Miss of Eliphas Levi, 1896. Imagine this scene. The moon hanging high in the heavens. A dewdrop descends, and beneath its glow, a wolf and a dog, or perhaps two dogs, raise their voices in a haunting howl. Two towers stand sentinel, and a path winds into the horizon, sprinkled with dewdrops. At the forefront, a crayfish, emblematic of the Cancer Zodiac ruled by the moon, gracefully maneuvers through the waters 
towards the land. This tableau is a rich tapestry of symbolism that beckons us into the realm of the moon card. A.E. White, in his 1910 book The Pictorial Key to the Tarot, delves into the symbolism of the moon card. It's a card that represents the life of the imagination, distinct from the life of the spirit. The dog and wolf in the scene embody the fears of the natural mind in the face of the unknown. Waite describes the moon's illumination as a reflection, shedding light on our animal nature while pointing to the mysterious abyss beyond. According to Waite, the moon holds a rich tapestry of divinatory associations. It warns of hidden enemies, danger, darkness, terror, deception, and occult forces. When reversed, it signifies instability, inconsistency, silence, and lesser degrees of deception and error. Personally, I do perceive darkness and mystery as distinctive characteristics of the moon. As part of my reading style, I refrain from delving into reverse cards, although it is widely accepted method in interpreting messages in the cards. Personally, the moon card triggers vivid memories of my time working in childcare. We often playfully quipped, it must be a full moon, when the kids collectively exhibited unruly behavior, echoing the animalistic tendencies described by weight. Initially, diving into the intricacies of moon cycles wasn't at the forefront of my tarot interests. However, embracing these lunar phases has given me a stronger connection to the moon card and into the fabric of my tarot practice. The moon takes on a special resonance, especially when I engage with my deluxe tarot deck. These large-sized cards crafted from thick cardstock boast a captivating aesthetic with their black backdrop adorned by gold illustrations. They exude a particularly striking allure, painting a vivid image of nighttime. It's reminiscent of how our perceptions shift after dark, whether it's the simple act of walking home or the experience of driving. The card's portrayal perfectly captures the nuances of these nocturnal moments, adding a layer of depth to my tarot explorations. In astrology, the moon card aligns itself with the mutable water sign of Pisces and its ruling planet Neptune. This association adds a layer of depth to the card, connecting it to the ebb and flow of emotions and the mysteries that lie beneath the surface. So, listeners, as we move on to the next card in our episode, look out for the moon. It tells us to confront our fears in a calm and reflective spirit. Now our focus is on a member of the Minor Arcana, a card that carries the weight of responsibility and the dance of burdens, the Ten of Wands. Imagine this, a figure burdened by the weight of Ten Wands strides forward with determination despite the load 
there's an undeniable sense of activity and motion, as if pushing through the challenges, albeit with a limited view beyond the wands. Now, let's get into the symbolism from the renowned wider weight deck. Here, we see a person burdened, but not defeated, still in motion and on the move. However, their vision is obscured by the sheer bulk of the wands. Their obligations, in other words. In the backdrop, a city unfolds, perhaps a destination that beckons as a sanctuary from the burdensome journey. The Ten of Wands serves as a symbolic conclusion to various situations, signifying the need to release the burdens that let us down. It's all about letting things go. The essence of the Ten of Wands is profound. It's about shouldering responsibilities, navigating challenges, and pushing forward even when the path is not entirely clear. The city in the distance hints at a potential destination, a place where this load may find its release. In my personal reflections, this card manifests at various junctures, resonating with the challenges I've faced while relocating countries. It echoes the weight of embracing a new reality as an immigrant navigating the discussions, completing the necessary processes, and now standing at the thresholds of actively participating in the rhythms of an unfamiliar society. As a member of the wand suit, symbolizing the fire element, this card serves as a reminder of the ongoing necessity to approach our endeavors with both safety and responsibility, avoiding the risk of burning out. It embodies the inherent roles that life may assign us, emphasizing the importance of navigating them with a mindful and sustainable approach. Now, Let's dive into a fascinating excerpt from the Tarot, a collection of secret wisdom from Tarot's mystical origins. This insightful passage sheds light on the profound symbolism of the number 10 in the Tarot, which marks the completion of a cycle. In Western occultism studies, it is intricately woven into the Book of Hermes, revered for its antiquity and association with the mother of the soul. Astrologically, it finds its place in the 10th house, ruling actions, deeds, and attitudes. This number carries a rich tapestry of meanings, symbolizing unity and the imperative nature of necessary actions in production. Moreover, it intriguingly points to the concept of quote-unquote red tape burdens, which may seem heavier than they truly are. It's a reminder of the deep wisdom embedded in tarot's mystical origins. As you explore the tarot, keep an eye out for the Ten of Wands. It's a card that mirrors the complexities of life's burdens and the resilience needed to carry them. Let's unravel the divinatory meaning woven into the Eight of Wands. This card pulses with the energy of action and speed. Picture this, eight diagonal wands, each of staggered length, 
slicing through an open landscape like arrows in flight. It's a visual symphony of motion and immediacy. As Manly P. Hall said in Analysis of Tarot Cards from the Secret Teachings of All Ages, examination, interior disputes, misunderstandings, regrets, interior agitation, doubt, repentance, etc. But, on the other hand, it is brought into connection with everything that has to do with country life, the fields, gardens, woods, etc. Quite apart from all this, an express messenger, the arrows of love or the arrows of jealousy, great haste, great hope, speed towards an end, which promises assured felicity. As we shift our focus to this card, my initial impressions evoke images of a crackling fire, spreading with urgency. The essence here is one of speed, signaling a compelling message for the querent to act swiftly. And this is what leads us to focus our minds at the potential blockages ahead, depending on the other cards in the spread. As we explore the key meanings, the Eight of Wands reveals its versatile nature. Hasty actions, journey and travel, a swift flight, all encapsulated within this dynamic card. In the realm of wands, which is deeply tied to information, be on the lookout for new communication and unexpected news. The surrounding cards in the draw may even hint at the speed with which these events will unfold. It's a card that speaks to the urgency of action, the momentum of travel, and the end of delays. With that, we come to the last card we'll be covering in today's episode, none other than the Seven of Wands. Now, let's get into the Rider-Waite symbolism of the Seven of Wands. Picture this, a lone figure standing atop a hill or straddling a mountain range, braces themselves in a defensive pose against a barrage of winds aimed in their direction. The strain is evident. The stress is palpable. Yet this defender stands firm. It's a powerful image of one against many, a symbol of defending hard-won ground. As we enter this reflective moment, if you have the card in front of you, you can engage in a visual exploration. Pick up the card, gaze into the image, allowing the associations to unfold. For me, it conjures vivid imagery reminiscent of a Marvel comic book character striking a powerful battle pose. Picking up the card and staring into the card and thinking about the associations that it generates is just one way that you can make a connection to this card and any tarot card. It does show the person emerging from a privileged position in the negotiations. And I believe a sort of freedom they gain simply by being themselves and fighting for what they know is going to be right for them. In The Key to the Universe by Harriet Augusta Curtis and F. Homer Curtis, 
the number seven is referred to as perfection and completeness and satisfied abundance. As we conclude this teaching session, I want to express gratitude for joining me on this exploration through the suit of wands and the moon card. The cards we uncovered today were chosen at random, offering a spontaneous journey into the realms of passion and uniqueness that define our human experience. While we really get into the tarot's rich tapestry, we may not have covered every nuance, but I trust it has provided a glimpse into the imagery, symbology, and the captivating stories embedded within each card. I hope you found the references to numerology intriguing, adding an extra layer of depth to our analysis. It's a facet not always covered in detail, but one that holds up in its own unique charm. Before we wrap up, this is a little segment that goes beyond just the cards. It's about my own journey of learning. This colossal book practically called out to me, and the promise of unveiling secrets appealed to my insatiable curiosity about the universe. In this inaugural spiritual learning episode, I'm thrilled to share my first book recommendation with you. But let me be upfront, this one's not geared toward the tarot novices out there. But if you're ready to take the plunge, it's a treasure trove. So what's the buzz about this literary giant? Liz Dean, the maestro behind The Ultimate Guide to Tarot, heaps praise on it. According to her, this single volume brings together esoterics in all its depth and diversity, from the wisdom teachings that are the foundation of tarot's today to lost texts that deserve new attention, a goldmine for every tarot collector, practitioner, researcher, and writer. Now, if Liz Dean, with her own impressive body of work, vouches for it, you know it's got some serious cred. This book doesn't just scratch the surface. It is a labyrinth of vast introductions that can sweep you away. It dishes out additional divinatory meanings, ranging from bite-sized insights to more philosophical viewpoints. Need some fresh ideas for your tarot spreads? It's got you covered, unveiling the intricacies of cards of card positioning and technique. The Pictorial Key to the Tarot by Arthur Edward Waite gets a shout-out, referencing both the, as he describes, the Lesser Arcana and the Greater Arcana, or the Minor and Major Arcana. But it's not just about the cards. It delves into key terms like alchemy, tying in references to other religions and beliefs. The beauty? You don't have to buy into these concepts to glean wisdom from this resource. From tarot as a card game to its role in divination, astrology, numerology, it's a visual feast with images of mystical swords and other enchanting visuals that'll fuel your imagination and ignite your creativity. This isn't your run-of-the-mill guide. It challenges your definitions and associations with tarot. 
opening doors to answers for those complex questions rattling around in your mind. It sits on my shelf, ready for when I need it. And now for the rating. It's a perfect 5 out of 5 on Amazon UK. You can grab it for £26.63 on Kindle or £35 for the hardcover copy. As we part ways, I want to express how much I've enjoyed this teaching session and the opportunity to share these insights with you. The personal connections we've woven and the exploration of the universe's mysteries have been truly rewarding. And let's not forget the weighty wisdom contained within this colossal book. It's a true paperweight, both in its physical form and the profound insights it holds. If you're eager to continue the conversation, whether through collaboration on a specific topic or by posing a question to the tarot, I'm all ears. Let's make it happen. And I look forward to addressing your inquiries in future episodes. You can also drop me an email at hi at contempotero.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for being part of this journey with me. Until next time, take care, stay curious, and goodbye.